Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dukes and Bell on the sidelines with the dogs. Connor Riley, last night it was a beatdown. Uh, before we talk dogs about next season in the top 25, because I think Georgia will be number one. Um, tell me your impressions of what you thought last night. We said all year, Michigan, this was their best team. And a lot of dog fans are like, look, if we were there, it would have been different. I know we want to speculate about that, but this was a really good Michigan team that won the national championship last night. It absolutely is, Carl. And, you know, the difference between Michigan and Georgia, and, and I think Georgia's right. I think Georgia fans believe this. I know Georgia players believe this. I think even Georgia coaches believe this as well, that they're, you know, if they, get, if they got on the field with Michigan and with Washington, the two teams in the college football playoff last night, Georgia would probably win. But the difference between that Michigan team and that Georgia team, they both play, played Alabama on a neutral field. Michigan found a way to make enough plays to beat Alabama. Georgia, conversely, found a way to not make enough plays and thus lose to Alabama. And so, while, yes, I do probably believe Georgia is better than both the teams that played the national championship last night, Games on the field have to matter. Georgia had a chance to win its way into the playoff and ultimately didn't. And credit to Michigan for coming back, finding a way to beat Alabama late, and then really, I think, playing a Georgia-esque game against Washington last night, limiting explosive plays defensively, leaning on the run game, and then in the fourth quarter when Washington really didn't have the likes to stand up, just sort of plow through them there at the end. And so it's a credit to Michigan. Uh, you know, They were not the most talented team in the country this season, but they found a way to win every week when Georgia couldn't do that. And it's a credit to Jim Harbaugh. It's a credit to that Michigan team. And they are, in my mind, deserving champions, even with all the off-field stuff that is permeating with them. Right. And that's the thing. Like, I get where you know, Georgia fans are coming from. It's a, it's a bizarre world. You know, what happened to FSU and had they stayed healthy or whatever. I mean, you, you, didn't, you weren't able to do the things to Jalen Milrow that Michigan was. And that goes back to coaching. And I just thought Harbaugh with a team that looked more like Georgia this year than Georgia did. They looked more like Georgia of last year. And, and the, 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 uh, the X's and O's, Connor, the game plan they came up with on both sides of the ball, I thought was just masterful. Yeah, no, it's a great point, Mike. I think Michigan, and you touch on Michigan knowing this was their best shot at a title. This Michigan team was very aggressive. And you can say, oh, yeah, their defensive backs were holding last night and their offensive linemen were too. Having acknowledged that, you know, specifically when you look at that Alabama game, they were just a lot more aggressive with the way they went about attacking Jalen Milrow. They were going to pressure him. They were going to say, hey, you might break some yards and run here, but when it comes down to it, we're going to pressure you. And on that fateful last play where the snap was bad, 
I think Milrow knew before that play Michigan was coming, and that's part of the reason why he dropped his eyes when the snap was low and sort of aborted a play that looked to be there. And that's, I think, an impact of coaching there. Going back to that SEC championship game and sort of sitting on it, I know Mike, Mike Bobo has gotten a lot of criticism for that. They've talked about that. I think defensively Georgia was way too conservative in that game, and Glenn Schumann largely, and Kirby Smart as well because they're both involved with the defense, have largely skated because Bobo is just a traditional scapegoat for this Georgia fan base. <laughs> but I don't know how you look at what Michigan did in route to winning a national title and then see Georgia playing the same way and not sit here and ask, why isn't Georgia more aggressive in these situations, specifically when they play Alabama? Georgia should be number one to start the season. Do you agree with that, with what they're adding in Trevor Etienne and London Humphreys and all these guys we've talked about with you, Connor? Do you believe that that will be the case? I, I do. I think you look at this team, yes, bringing back Carson Beck is an incredible asset to this program. Adding a guy like Trevor Etienne certainly helps the run game, but you look at the way Michigan just won the national championship with depth on the offensive line and the defensive line. I know Georgia's losing Cedric Van Pran and Amarius Mims, but they're bringing back probably the best offensive line in the country next season. Defensively, you know, we'll see if they develop someone into that Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter type role. But with Nazir Stackhouse coming back, Warren Brinson possibly coming back as well, he hasn't announced his decision yet, but I expect him to return to Georgia next year. With those two seniors coming back and with what Georgia's brought in on the defensive line, there's just going to be a deeper unit up front next year. And I think when you have perhaps the best offensive line in the country and one of the deepest defensive lines in the country, that, as we just saw Michigan do, is a recipe for success. And so it's going to be a more difficult schedule next year, not just for Georgia, obviously, but with a lot of these top teams with the Big Ten and SEC both adding more power conference teams. But Georgia is as equipped as anyone to handle the difficulties that a 2024 season will throw at them. But there's definitely nobody in the country playing the kind of like five or six game run that Georgia's got to play next season where it's just, I mean, it's just, there's no, there's just absolutely no, no weeks off for sure. Hey, Connor, real quick, saw it on Dog Nation. Uh, didn't think Georgia needed any more quarterbacks, but I guess they went and got one. Jaden Maeva is the kid from UNLV. What's he all about? Yeah, Georgia, you know, Kirby Smart said at the early signing period, Georgia wanted to have four scholarship quarterbacks and that now ultimately ends up happening. If everything goes according to plan, Jane Maeva won't play a meaningful snap for Georgia in 2024. This is very much Carson Beck's team. Mm. He is expected, Maeva is expected to come in, learn, watch Carson Beck for a year. And when you look at some of these transfer quarterbacks that have come in and had real success, it's that second year in the system where they really make the leap. You look what Jaden Daniels did for LSU this year. Bo Nix, I think, is in the same boat with Oregon. I think Joe Burrow, the most famous example at LSU in 2019. The earliest Georgia would expect Jaden Maeva to see the field would be that 2025 season. And so it's giving him time to be in the system. And while, yes, all those guys started prior to their time sort of ascending, Maeva does have 11 games starting experience at UNLV, a team that won nine games this year and was in the Mountain West Championship game. I think a lot of people are interested in seeing what this means for Gunnar Stockton. I, Stockton was well aware this is something Georgia was going to go out and do. You know, they recruited Arch Manning the previous year. They recruited Dylan Rayola in his class and ultimately earned his commitment before he flipped to Nebraska. I think these Georgia quarterbacks know competition is going to be a thing. And if you're able to go out, the guy's 6'5", 220, certainly has the physical tools to potentially help. If you get him in your system and help for another year, it gives you a guy that's played a lot this year in case Carson Beck does go down and could possibly be a starting option for Georgia once Carson Beck ultimately moves on to the NFL. What do you think about Hugh Freeze taking over the play-calling duties at Auburn? 
Uh, Hugh Freeze has had a real rough go of it. They mm-hmm. lose their last three games of the season, each in sort of a disappointing fashion in and of itself, getting blown out by New Mexico State, just not showing up against Maryland, and then coughing up a game against Alabama that they should have won with fourth and 31. Uh, they put a lot of effort into recruiting and adding talent there, but with the way things have gone of late for, for Auburn, it, it's not that Hugh Freeze is in Billy Napier territory because I think Freeze has a lot more rope with him, but you look at the way Napier ended that first year at Florida, and that sort of, I think, bled into what happened in the second year. And now we're going into year three with Billy Napier. You know, he might not make it to the end of year three. I think with Hugh Freeze, him taking over play calling duties, you know, and with what happened with them over the last month of the season, I think that this is sort of starting the clock really on Hugh Freeze. There's going to be expectations for Auburn to win more than six games next season and be competitive and take a step forward. They've recruited better. They ended up signing a top 10 class at the lead number seven. They've been active in the transfer portal. But they're going to have to take steps forward with a quarterback and Peyton Thorne. I don't think a lot of people are all that excited about. And so I think this is a sign of Hugh Freeze saying, hey, I understand that there's pressure on me, and I'm putting on me, and we're going to go, and I'm going to call plays here and try and get the most out of this offense. Tell you what, it's going to be a lot of fun for Georgia next year. You know, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl is one of the playoff games, and then the championship game is played at Mercedes-Benz next year. So I know that this is the year, just to wrap it up from last night's effort, it just seems like this was the year, boy, it would have been a lot of fun if we could have had Georgia back in there because then some of those arguments would carry a little more weight. you got to handle your business against Bama. Absolutely. You know, you point that out, Mike. Georgia could potentially play four games in Mercedes-Benz Stadium next year. They open against Clemson. SEC championship game, obviously the quarterfinal game on January 1st and then the national championship game. Huh. If Georgia's going to get there, they're going to have to go through Alabama. They play them in the first month of the season. They're going to have to go through a playoff team in Texas. Both those games are going to be on the road. I think that this game, this loss to Alabama this year was very illuminating for this team that had won a ton and hadn't really been pushed or motivated by a loss. I, I'll be interested in seeing how that loss to Alabama carries this program through the offseason and even leaks into next season in terms of how they change and go about entering a whole new era of college football. Great stuff. Connor, tell the people where they can read your stuff. Yep, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at KConnorRiley, even though the offseason is over. Or <laughs> the season is over. The offseason is just starting. You know, Georgia is still going to be aggressive at the transfer portal, and spring practice will be here before you know it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.